0: Right. well we are continuing in the book of Ruth, and for those of you who have not been able to be with us, uh, you've missed the journey thus far. Let me recap quickly for you. We had Naomi and her family, Elimelech, her husband, my God is king, is what his name means, Naomi, whose name means pleasant, took their two sons, sickly and puny, and they left where they were supposed to stay, they left Bethlehem. They left the house of bread during the time of famine in the land of Judah, the place of praise. they left there to go to Moab, which is a place of God's enemies. And they went there, and the husband dies. The sons immediately marry two Moabite women. The sons die. Naomi's left. She gets word that God has visited his people. So he comes back, or she comes back. And her daughter-in-law Ruth comes with her, demands to come with her, because ultimately what we've seen is that Ruth has become a follower of the true God. They come back, and Naomi, if you remember, her name was Pleasant, and everyone's saying, Hey, Pleasant's back! Joy, look at her, she's back! And she says, Don't call me that. Call me Mara, because I'm bitter, because the Lord has dealt bitterly with me. We then see that Ruth doesn't just sit around, but she goes... To get food. She goes to work, and this is where she meets the man. The man among men, Boaz. Boaz is a great picture, and we saw in chapter 2 how he dealt kindly with her. She dealt kindly with Naomi. God is dealing kindly with everybody, and Boaz dealt kindly with Ruth, and he gave her, allowed her to work. And again, it's not just giving it to her, because she's able to work, and so. He allows her to work in his fields, following God's law. We see that he is a godly man. And it says that she went back and she worked there. Ruth worked with in Boaz's fields, as he said. And that's where she was, living with her mother-in-law. And that's where we pick it up today in chapter 3. So let's go through it as we do together. Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her. So they've been hanging around, waiting, been working at least for quite a few weeks. And Naomi has a plan. Naomi has a plan. Like some of you mothers and mother-in-laws sometimes have plans for your children. My daughter, should I not seek rest for you that it may be well with you? Remember we said she was bitter, but we started to see a little bit of a change towards the end of chapter 2 in Naomi. As Boaz showed kindness to Ruth and to Naomi, Naomi started to see this and it seemed like she started to change. Well, now we start here, and after a few weeks, again, we don't think Boaz has made any passes at Ruth. They've just been plugging along, living life. She refers to her again as my daughter, and she's trying to help. She at once, remember, it seems like Naomi a lot of the time was thinking about herself, having the pity party. Everything's about her. But now she changes, and she's starting to say, shouldn't I, shouldn't I care for you, Ruth? Shouldn't I help you? Verse 2, Is not Boaz our relative with whose young women you were? See, he is winnowing barley tonight at the threshing floor. Stop there for a second. If you have your bulletin uh, on the back, it has a a little picture of a threshing floor for you if you've never seen one. Again, what they do, again, these are workers. These people are working. And so they, they would collect the grain. They'd harvest the grain. They'd bring it in. And then they have to do the threshing and winnowing. They have to get it ready. So you can see a picture there. And this seems to be a place that was outside of Jerusalem. or I'm sorry, out of, yeah, out of Bethlehem, I'm sorry. And Ruth was going down, Boaz would go down, people would go down there. And what they would do is they would work there. And what they would do ultimately is they'd take a pitchfork and they'd take the wheat. And what they would do is they would lift it up in the air. And the wind would come through and blow it away. And that's how they would separate the good from the bad. So that's what he's going to be down there doing tonight, is what she's saying. Boaz is going to be down there winnowing the barley tonight at the threshing floor. So now here comes her scheme. Here comes her plan. We got Real quick, we got to say this. On the surface, this doesn't look like the best advice, okay? This is a little concerning, so we're going to walk through this slowly together, okay? But let's just... Okay, so here we go. Boaz is going to be down there. He's a family member. You need to go down there. Wash... Therefore, first thing, women, this is a good start. This is a good start. Listen, Naomi's not all bad. She's got some wisdom going on here, and this is a great thing. Start off by just washing, okay? This could mean a little bit more in the sense of maybe she's been in mourning for a long time, okay? She's been in mourning after her husband. But again, we know that she's a hard worker. So either way, great place to start. You need to wash, okay? That's the first takeaway. Okay, so... (laughs) <laughs> wash therefore and anoint yourself and put on your cloak and go down to the threshing floor. Okay? Maybe Naomi doesn't know how the you know, the Israelite women do things. Maybe it's a little different. Remember, she's from she's an alien. She's from a different part of the world. So Naomi says, it's, it's sad that she has to explain it, but go ahead and wash and anoint yourself. Ladies, this is where you can go from Scripture and tell your husband, I need to buy new perfume. Laughter Right? She's in Bethlehem and it's the Bethlehem beauty version. She was in the market downtown shopping around and she found it and said, you know, wear this perfume. Wash and wear the perfume. Fantastic. This is going well so far. Go down to the threshing floor. Okay, Naomi, where are we going with this? That's fine. Okay, let's, let's continue. But do not make yourself known to the man until he has finished eating and drinking. Ladies, again. Again. Huge encouragement here for you in Scripture. And some of, some of you who have been married for a while, perhaps, you might know this to be true. Men, we're going to respond so much better if you'll let us have some wings or hamburgers and have a drink and relax and get, you know, come home from work. Don't just you know, throw it on us right away. Let us get there. Let us eat. Let us get relaxed. And then bring the news that you need to bring. Okay, this is in Scripture. I'm not saying this. this is in Scripture. So Naomi has some great insight thus far for us. Now, here we go. But when he lies down, observe the place where he lies, then go and uncover his feet and lie down, and he will tell you what to do. This is where Naomi gets a little out there with this advice. Again, this is not something that we should be commending single ladies to do. Okay? This is definitely different. There was a lot of debate over uncover his feet and what that means, so, you know, in the Hebrew, you look carefully, it means uncover his feet. It doesn't mean anything else, okay? That's what it means. Many people were thinking, oh, well, it was, you know, it meant that he was, she was supposed to lie with him in a sexual... No, it means uncover his feet. That's what it means, okay? So, she says, go down and do that and lay next to him and wait for him to tell you what to do. Look, look what Ruth replies. And she replied, all that you say, I will do. Wow. That is surprising. A couple things that stand out with this. Ruth got what she got counsel. Some of it seemed very like wise counsel. Not all counsel's wise. We need to be careful who we seek counsel from. And some people when we get wise counsel, some areas they're great to get counsel from them in that area. But we don't need to go around and get foolish counsel, okay? But she gets this wise counsel. She receives this counsel and then she obeys it. She believes it to be true and she's going to move forward. One question we have this morning is do we seek wise counsel in our lives from one another, from God's word? When we get it, do we obey it? Do we believe it? Or do we just say, no, I'm going to do it my own way? Again, Ruth's an alien. She's a stranger. She doesn't know. <clears throat> so she went down to the threshing floor and did just as her mother-in-law had commanded her. She obeyed. Do we obey the things that we deem as wise counsel? Again, this is, this is, this is edgy. This isn't something she sh- most people are doing. And if there is, think of the time. Don't forget the context. Book of Judges, right? book of Judges is a time when there are not godly people for the most part. Everybody was doing what was right in their own eyes. They would continue in sin, worship other gods. God would bring discipline. They would repent. Same thing, over and over again. So the idea of a woman at night going to the threshing floor where the men are eating and drinking and having a good time, probably not the outcome that we're going to see normally. But here's the difference maker. It's Boaz. It's Boaz. It's the man among men. It's the rare man in the time of judges who fears the Lord and loves the Lord and obeys. That's what we need. That's what we need in this church. That's what we need in this community. That's what we need in this nation. Are men who fear the Lord, love the Lord, and love others and serve. I don't like hearing, well, if you tempt somebody... You're, you're at fault. Okay? Do you think there's a temptation that's about to happen here for Boaz? Big time, you kidding me? Big time. But Boaz stays faithful. Let's continue reading. <clears throat> and when Boaz had eaten and drunk and his heart was merry, he's feeling good. He went to lie down at the end of a heap grain. Then she came softly. And uncovered his feet and laid down. At midnight, the man was startled and turned over, and behold, a woman lay at his feet. The uncovering the feet, most likely, the breeze, something got cold, and that's what woke him up. That was the point of that, I think. And she's there at his feet, and he responds, "Who are you?" look, look, look this is so different." There may have been some men at the time who didn't care who she was. It was just a woman. He wants to know who she is. And look what he said. Look, look at her response. I am Ruth, your servant. Remember how she's been referred to every other time when people are talking about her and whatnot. Ruth the Moabite, this alien, this other person, this person who's from far away. She says, "I'm just Ruth." So she's not actually fully listening to Naomi at this point. Remember, Naomi didn't, didn't tell her to say anything. I think she's being urged by God to what to say here. She says, I'm your servant. I'm just, I'm here. I'm just a girl in dire need of a man to love me. Spread your wings over your servant, for you are a Redeemer. If you remember back in chapter two, when um, Ruth was talking to Boaz, he said in verse twelve, "The Lord will pay you for what you have done, and your full reward be given to you by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge." That that that, that mindset is still there for her. I need uh, I need Naya to come here, please. Come on, and Liam, come here, real quick. Come here, real quick. Come on up here, guys. I want to have this. So you can see what's going on here, okay? Stand right here, sweetheart. Thank you. I didn't tell them we were doing this. (laughs) Surprise! Stand this way, buddy. Right there. Thank you. Okay. So here's the thing. She's saying, spread your garment, your wings, is how it can be translated, over your servant. Over me. Okay? Think of birds for a second. Captain Doug can tell you more about them. Think of birds for a second. Or even humans. My wings, I'm spreading it over Naya. She's going to feel love. There may be a time for protection. If it's cold, warm her up. If she's sad, crying in here. Multiple reasons under the wings, right? Ruth comes from her land, the enemies of God. She gets saved and she comes and she's coming under the wings of God. But what's interesting is she has now said, Boaz, you do this as well. Here's what happens, guys. God uses us to spread his wings over each other. Yes, he's capable of doing things apart from one another, but the way he's designed it, even think the, the garden, Adam and Eve. Some people tell you, well, I just got my relationship with God and that's good enough. It was not even good for Adam to be alone alone. He had God. He's walking in the garden with God. Right? No problem. He's got God. But still, he should have someone with him. We are made to be in community. Because watch this. I've got her and I've got him. But watch this. Put your arm around your brother. You see that? See what's happening? Under my wings, we're under God's wings. But what's happening under is this love and care for one another. Does that make sense? good job. You guys go down. Thank you. Thank you. Psalm 57. Be merciful to me, O God. Be merciful to me. For you, for in you, my soul takes refuge. In the shadow of your wings, I take refuge till the storms of destruction pass by. I cry out to God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. He will send from heaven and save me. He will put to shame him who tramples on me. God will send out his steadfast love and his faithfulness. That's what Ruth is saying. That's what she's asking for. Ultimately, what's amazing, Ruth is sharp. She doesn't just lay there and go, "What what do you want me to do? She immediately starts talking about Boaz. You're a redeemer. You do what's right. Not necessarily to the letter of the law, because as we're going to find out, there's some things in here that make Boaz, he's a little bit far off as far as that redeemer relationship, but of the spirit of the law. Boaz, you're a man of God. And I'm willing to lay at your feet at midnight. Risk my reputation, risk everything, because you're a man of God. And I'm asking you to redeem me as God has redeemed me. And he said, look at his response. May you be blessed by the Lord, my daughter. You have made this last kindness greater than the first, and that you have not gone after younger men, whether poor or rich. The first kindness when she was kind to Naomi. Now he's saying. Apparently, he probably liked her, but again, remember how he's been referring to as well to her as daughter, like Naomi. Again, he's an older guy. She's not going to want anything to do with me. Apparently, he's been single for a long time. We don't know his story. Maybe he's not an attractive guy. I don't know. But he says, Wow, look how kind you are to me. Now we're seeing this loving kindness coming back. You're not going to run off with some young, handsome stud muffin. You know why? Because she goes, No. Because you're the man among men. Because you fear the Lord and you do what's right and you have been kind to me. And now, my daughter, do not fear. What an encouragement from a godly man. Don't fear. I'll take care of this. I will do for you all that you ask. Let's look at this. For all my fellow townsmen know that you are a worthy woman. It has gotten around that this alien, this woman who has come back, is a worthy woman. You know what's interesting about the book of Ruth and our ladies' Bible study? I think they've heard this already. The ordering we have in the Old Testament here is from the Septuagint. It's the Greek translation of the Old Testament. And that's the ordering. And the way they did that ordering is a little bit more chronological, kind of to make sense. So right around Judges is when you see the book of Ruth. You know what's interesting? Is in the Hebrew ordering, the way that it was originally, do you know what book comes right before Ruth? Proverbs. Proverbs. You know how Proverbs ends? Flip with me real quick. Real quick. We're almost done. Flip with me real quick to Proverbs. If you've never been in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs 31 ends. It talks about the woman who fears the Lord. I don't think that's a mistake. An excellent wife, who can find? She is more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her. And he will have no lack of gain. She does good to him and not harm all the days of her life. Skipping down. She makes bed coverings for herself. Her clothing is in fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them. She delivers sashes to the merchant. Strength and dignity are her clothing. And she laughs. At the time to come, she opens her mouth with wisdom and the teachings of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Does this sound like Ruth to you? Her children, we'll see, maybe, rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Ruth is being talked about. By the gates. That's what he's saying. Again, Ruth, she's been out working. She may look a little different. We don't know her. But she's working hard. He doesn't care. He sees that she's a godly woman as well. And she sees that he's a godly man. That's what a relationship is supposed to be about. Finishing up, guys. And now it is true that I am a redeemer. Uh Uh-oh, but we got a problem here. Yet there is a redeemer nearer than I. Remain tonight, and in the morning, if he will redeem you, good, let him do it. But if he is not willing to redeem you, then as the Lord lives, I will redeem you. Lie down until the morning. He's a man that can be trusted. This is what I was saying before. The temptation is huge. A woman right there next to him at night, no one's going to know the difference. You know what he says? Lay here. It's okay. I fear the Lord, I love the Lord, and I love you. It's going to be okay but we still have to obey God's law, and there's somebody else who can redeem you. But he doesn't seem to worry about it. If he'll redeem you, then great. He's willing to look after Ruth, whether he gets to or not. He wants the good for Ruth. Do we want the good for one another, even if that means we don't get any credit? It doesn't benefit us. That's part of that Hesed we were talking about, that loving kindness. He says there's somebody else. If he'll do it, great. But something tells me that Boaz, he knows it's okay. He's trusting in the Lord. He knows the Lord will work it out and he'll say, and if it works out, I'm going to be the one who redeems you. Last little section. So she lay at his feet until the morning, but arose before one one could recognize another. And he said, let it not be known that the woman came to the threshing floor. It's not because they did something wrong. It's that it's going to be perceived that they did something wrong. And here's the thing, men. He's protecting her reputation. Again, the part of how we are men is we protect the reputation of our women and the women who are, God has put in our lives in our church. If you hear it, you put a stop to it. If someone's saying something negative about your wife or a woman, another woman, you stop it. You say, we don't talk like that. We don't talk like that. It's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. This is how we need to be. Again, Boaz is great, but there's the ultimate Boaz, meaning Christ. This is the things that Christ wants for us, our Redeemer. And he said, bring the garment which you are wearing and hold it out. So she held it out and he measured out six measures of barley and put it on her. Just so you know, about 80 pounds. She's a strong girl. Hard worker. Okay? He put it on her. Then she went into the city. And when she came to her mother-in-law, she said, how did you fare, my daughter? Then she told her all that the man had done for her, saying, These six measures of barley he gave to me, for he said, You must not go back empty-handed to your mother-in-law. Do you remember when Naomi left the house of bread and she came back and she said, I came back empty? Boaz is already starting to say, I'm the man who's going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of Ruth. I'm going to take care of you because it's what's right making sure that she's not going back empty-handed. He's going to continue to provide. Again, it's not even guaranteed yet that he's going to get to be the one who redeems her. But he's still going to give it because it's the right and loving thing to do. She replied, I love the ending here, wait my daughter until you learn how the matter turns out for the man will not rest but will settle the matter today. Today. Boaz is a man of action. He's going to get it done. He says he's going to do it, and guess what? He does it. Again, another encouragement for us. Now again, that doesn't mean Boaz didn't sin, Boaz didn't have issues, but he's a good example for us to look to where ultimately Christ is the example. He can be a redeemer. Christ is the redeemer. Application for us as we close. We can be like Ruth. Listen to wise counsel. Believe it. Obey it. Receive the help some of us have a hard time in here receiving help. Sometimes we need to be humble and receive help. Receive the help and wait for the Lord. We need, some of us need to look at Boaz and say, you know what, I need to be more like Boaz. I need to know God's law, His word. I need to obey God's word. I need to be a person of character to where even when I'm tempted with something incredible, I'm not going to act in that way because I fear the Lord. We need to help, as Boaz does, we need to help redeem one another in the sense of reach out. Get each other under our wings. And guess what? You guys are doing a great job with that. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. You're reaching out and you're pulling each other in close under the wings of God. If they're not with us, then they're out there. We need to pull them in under the wings of God. Maybe you're like Naomi and it's been a hard season. It's been a real hard season, but... You're starting to see the Lord working. Continue in that like Naomi has done. Continue to seek the good of others. I'm going to have uh, Roy come on up and I'm going to close in prayer. See how you're to respond this morning in these different ways. Maybe the, the Spirit's showing you something different. See how you need to respond. But again, if you have not trusted in Christ if you've never done that, if you have not gone under the wings of God, if you've not been redeemed by Christ because you have not put your faith in the perfect life of Christ, His death on the cross, in our place for our sins, and how after three days He rose for our salvation, if you've never done that, today's the day to do that. Ask God as we pray now and sing this song how He would like you to respond. Let's pray. God of all grace, we love you. We thank you for this time. We thank you for the fact that we can open your word, and Lord, even though we're removed a long way, we can see so many things, so much truth come out. We pray, Lord, that now by your Spirit, if there are any in here, Lord, I pray that they would take refuge under your wings. I pray that they would give their life to you. And Lord, for those of us who have, I pray that you would show us how we need to respond today. We are thankful that you are a great God who loves us. In Jesus' name, amen.